welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. Hello, welcome. How are we doing today? My name is Inez Bai and I am the host of this podcast. And if you've been listening for a little while, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a rating and review so that we can keep the good terms rolling and the good content pumping out. It really helps to support this podcast so that even more people can find it. And like I said before, so that I can keep providing you with content, which I provide for you every single week, if not twice a week, totally gratis, okay, totally free. Anyway, moving right along for today's podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about trusting yourself and learning how to listen to your body. And I speak about this a lot because it's been a huge journey for me of realizing that I don't have to live my entire life purely with my head, purely in my logical reasoning all the time, and really allowing myself to tap into my feels. And I talk about this a lot in terms of, you know, nutrition and intuition and listening to our bodies and obviously helping us like be nourished and making sure that we're making the best choices for our bodies. But I kind of wanted to run you through my day this morning, which really gave me a sense of inspiration. And I thought a lot of you would also be able to relate to this story and kind of apply it to your own life. And I know for me, I learn so much from other people's lived experience because I find it so much more relatable than just straight facts and being like, okay, this is how you should do this and A to B and X equals Y and (laughs) all of that jazz. So let's get started. This morning, I had a couple of mentoring sessions with um, some of my new Peaceful Soul Girls, which is starting next week, which is my brand new 10-week group mindset mentoring program, which we're basically going to be putting into action all of the self-care, mindset, soul practices that I've been diving really deep into over the past six months, especially if you've been following my journey on the podcast, you will know that shit is my jam, basically. Anyway, so I got to talk to some new clients this morning, which always fills my cup right up. There is nothing more exciting than knowing that my client is on the precipice of a transformation and I get to hold their hand through it as they start to learn new things about themselves and how that has such a huge reflection on their life and the way that they get to show up. And normally Thursdays, as I'm recording this, it's Thursday, is my rest day. So I normally uh, might do some like really relaxing yin yoga, which is uh, like if you have ever been to a yin yoga class, the teacher always describes it as a three out of 10 stretch and a zero out of 10 effort. So you're really not burning any calories or it's not really exercising in the sense of like getting a sweat or a workout or anything like that. Um, But as soon as I finished this mentoring session, my body was just like, move. It was like, go for a run. And I listened to it and I kind of looked outside and the clouds were looking pretty ominous. And I was kind of thinking, "Mm, should I go for a run? Like, do I really feel like it? But I kind of just listened to my body. And my body was also craving an almond croissant, which obviously I don't have here in my own personal home patisserie. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go down to the coffee shop, which is on the way to the oval where I do my sprints, which I'm sprinting at the moment only because my I tore my hamstring a couple of weeks ago just from like using it repetitively in the wrong way. I don't know. There was like no specific isolated incident. It was just one day I woke up and I had this huge bruise on the back of my hamstring and I went to my physio and he was like, Yep, that's torn. And as part of my rehab, so I was rehabbing for probably six to eight weeks, just doing some really basic rehab exercises. He was then like, now it's time to progress to doing sprints. And it's been such an interesting journey for me because I don't really run. I don't really sprint, but doing it from a place of, okay, I'm going to learn how to 
like recover my hamstring and I'm going to just start really easily. Like I'm doing 60% of my max effort for the sprint. So it's not putting massive amounts of pressure on me and it's not super hard either. Although I will say the first time I did the session, I kind of got down to the oval and I was like, right, guess I just start sprinting. Like, I don't know. It just seemed so random. And I was definitely out of my comfort zone because I don't sprint that often. Anyway, so I decided to go down to the oval and I was having my almond croissant, which was delicious and an almond cappuccino, extra hot because I need all of my drinks to be piping hot. And I was sitting there enjoying my pastry because I am absolutely obsessed with almond croissants. And then, of course, it starts pouring with rain. And I was kind of thinking, should I still go down to the park? Like, you know, I'm going to get wet. I'm going to get gross and like muddy because I was running on the grass and my shoes are going to get ruined and my hair is going to get ruined. And y'all know the feels of not wanting to wash your hair and feeling really CBF about letting it get wet. And I was like, well, maybe people will judge me because I'm like a weirdo for running in the rain. But my body still felt lit up by this feeling. It felt still quite like exciting and expansive in my body. And this is the difference between listening to your head and my head was saying all of these sentences, these words, right? I often speak about how your mind speaks to you in sentences and logic and reasoning, which is obviously really important sometimes. But in this aspect, you know, what if even if I did get wet, so what? Even if my hair did get ruined, so what? Even if people did think I was weird, again, so what? So I kind of listened to what my body was feeling and it was feeling really expansive and I really wasn't exercising from a place of, oh, I need to do this or I need to be burning calories or I, if you know, if I don't exercise, my day is going to be ruined. Like I was perfectly happy to just go home, to be honest. But I decided anyway that I would go down to the um, oval and just start, you know, just do one sprint and see how I was feeling. So I got down there and it was pouring with rain and everyone was kind of like vacating the oval and I was the only one that was like coming down, getting ready to do my exercise. And I started sprinting and it started raining even more. And I was like, you know what? Now that I've started, I'm just going to do all of my sprints and I'm just going to finish it off. And it was such a moment of like, this is uncomfortable. I'm getting wet. I don't know. Like, am I, you know, are my leggings going to get ruined? Like, am I going to slip over? And am I going to accidentally step in a puddle of mud? And I just want you to know that having all these feelings of, not feelings, having all these thoughts that are kind of like negative or self-limiting or holding yourself back are things that are always going to pop up for you no matter how far along you are on your like self-development journey or your mindfulness journey, you're always going to have feelings or thoughts. I'm, I'm being really particular with saying thoughts because these aren't feelings, right? Your feelings don't speak to you in words. Your feelings speak to you in sensations through your body. So having these like negative thoughts that were kind of pulling me away from my body, my intuition, my heart wanted to do, it's so normal. And we don't want to ever get rid of these thoughts completely, right? Because you can imagine how sometimes listening to these thoughts are going to be really helpful and necessary in some aspects of life. But for me, I was kind of like, is this actually unsafe that I'm running in the rain? No. How does my body feel? Really checking in with it and sinking deeper into the feelings of my body rather than getting really up in my head. Um, and my body still feel, felt really lit up by it. And I obviously, if I think about the thoughts, was I unsafe? No. So sinking into my body and really allowing myself to do that. And like I said, at first it is uncomfortable because you kind of have to push through what is like accepted, right? Everyone else around me was packing up and going home. People were looking at me weirdly because they were like, why is this crazy girl running in the, you know, in the rain? And, um, you know, I'm going to get my hair wet. My leggings are going to get ruined. And I, to push through that is always going to be uncomfortable, but it's always the things that make us feel the most uncomfortable that then give us the greatest sense of liberation, right? And to be liberated is to feel free from the shoulds and what we like, what makes logical sense. And it just gives us a sense of 
almost feeling like invincible. And I know this is such like a casual, you know, Thursday jog, but it's those little things that you do that give you a sense of trust within your body that help you to tap back into your intuition. And I know for a lot of my listeners and a lot of my clients that being able to listen to your intuition and being able to acknowledge that you might have these negative thoughts or self-limiting thoughts, but being able to just park them there and listen into your body is something that's really, really important to you. And oftentimes we only are ready to listen to our intuition when it comes to like a big decision regarding, you know, um, a job or a relationship, but we've never given ourselves time to practice and to strengthen our intuition through these little, seemingly little situations that happen every single day. So yeah, like I said, I got this real sense of like energy and excitement and liberation from kind of defying what I should be doing, which is like staying inside when it's raining and doing the conservative thing of not allowing myself getting sopping wet and like not caring about it as well. You know, I feel like it's such an expectation that we should get really worried, especially as a female, that like I wasn't looking pretty or that I was getting wet or that my clothes were getting ruined or that my hair was getting ruined. And I just didn't care. And that gave me such a sense of liberation. And so then I walked home and I was kind of having all of these realizations, right? I think so often we want to feel inspired and we want to feel creative and we think about it in that moment and we're like okay how can I be creative how can I be inspired what's my next move what should I do next but we don't put ourselves in situations that are actually going to help us discover our creativity right it's impossible to force ourselves to be creative we get creative by putting ourselves in uncomfortable positions or doing something that we haven't done before which is why for me doing this like I firstly running is like a new hobby that I'm trying to pick up and that I'm doing for my hamstring and then secondly I literally never run in the rain because I've always talked myself out of it and I've always been a lot more like going for the safer easier option where I don't stick out so it gave me the ability to have a new perspective to get inspiration to think about things from a different perspective and it also kind of helped me to add another layer to my courage or add another layer to my confidence because it was kind of like if I can do this you know and I've been learning this a lot in isolation especially with exercise if I can do this you know what can I do I can do so much more and it really just provides me with an extra layer of confidence an extra layer of trusting myself and also just knowing that when your body nudges you to do something it often doesn't make sense in the moment and it's just about doing that thing even though it might feel uncomfortable but knowing in your body that feels like the right thing to do and just allowing yourself to do it and trusting that the next action step will reveal itself and also sometimes just trusting that it's just what you're meant to do in the moment and there doesn't necessarily need to be always like a benefit or an outcome from it and this can be such a tricky lesson to learn I think because we're always doing things based off what we think the outcome is going to be and that can really put us in a state of perpetual worry and anxiety because if I'm only running because I want to burn calories I'm only running because of a certain reason. And yes, of course, I've got the underlying reason to like heal my hamstring, but I'm not kind of like checking my hamstring as soon as I finish to see how strong it is, right? It's more of like a trust thing. Like I know it's going to help eventually. And if I I can just like do actions without the pressure of like, well, it has to have this outcome and without the pressure of like certain expectations, then it leaves me so much more open to experience what I meant to experience and then be more open to receiving the guidance or the inspiration or the intuitive hit that we are all so craving. Anyway, nothing wild happened to me. I just felt really um, lit up by it. Like I said, it really helped me to have a really good day. And then I came home and I was able to then really sit down and get 
stuck on some work and feel like I was being really productive. And oftentimes I think we convince ourselves out of exercising at certain times because we're like, oh, well, I have to do the work first or I have to tick this thing off or I need to do this first. But sometimes if we just follow the nudge from our body, then we do like and we just follow that first, then we can come home and we can do things in a much more efficient way or we can see things a lot clearer and we're able to finish tasks with less time. You know what I mean? Instead of thinking, well, I have to tick off my entire to do list before I'm allowed to do the run or before I'm allowed to do the self-care practice or before I'm allowed to have a bath like I was even talking to a client the other day there's something so indulgent about having a bath in the middle of the day and we often talk ourselves out of doing it because it's like oh well it's not nighttime or oh I haven't done my you know daily tasks or oh I haven't finished work for the day but you know what if you're at home I literally urge you to do this have a bath be indulgent so what what are you waiting for why are we waiting for the night you know there's all of these shoulds that keep us so confined and inside a box that of course life is going to feel boring if we're following it that way and of course we're not feeling like we're ever able to listen to our body because we get all of these urges and we get all of these sensations in our bodies that sometimes we're not even noticing because we're so out of touch with our body and with our intuition or sometimes we get them and instantly out the voice in our head becomes so loud of like well it should be like this or you shouldn't do it like that or you need to do this first when in reality following that nudge can then be the key to being more productive to being more successful to being more creative I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I've got a couple of juicy episodes coming up over the next couple of weeks. I love recording this for you guys and I love being able to just speak my heart so openly and honestly on the podcast. Um, So I always love hearing your feedback. If you want to come and hang out with me on Instagram, I would love to see you there. I will leave my handle in the show notes um, or you can just search it on Instagram. It's Inez. Bye. All right. Bye now.